Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah in Portland. And this is Dimity hanging out in Denver on my um, street with super aggressive holiday lights. Are they big out in Portland, Sarah? I think holiday decorating in general, and not, and I'm not just talking the December holidays in Portland, is huge. I, I yeah. just, you know, the inflatables, the, you know, like characters that move, the really decked out lights. What are yours like? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, we've got that. I mean, for some reason, like our specific street, you know, mm. between these two block, you know, our block, I mean, it is like go big or go home. Like, oh. it, I mean, we used to just kind of wrap the trunk of one tree with, um, with just white lights, but I'm looking out the window right now and I'm seeing our new <laughs> Target bulbs that I bought that are kind of draped around the branches. And then I got um, some candy cane lights given to me by my oh. um, mother runner friend, Amy. Um, and I mean, but even that, I mean, our house, I was like, oh, Grant, we really need to kind of re realign things, maybe move things around. And he goes, no, no, I'm pleading working parents of two small children. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got, I, maybe, you know what I'll do is I'll take some pictures and that can be the, that can be the picture for this podcast. Oh yeah. Because, I mean, it's, it's not like crazy, crazy, but I mean, there's definitely some competition going on and, and I'm not, you know. Oh, you're opting we're out. Playing. I... We're, we're playing, but it's, you know, I'm definitely back of the pack. Oh my gosh. Oh, we have, well, there's here in Portland, there's um, Peacock Lane which is a block long, two block long, um, very quiet street typically. And it is uh, during the holidays, people, you know, they make traffic one way, you drive down it or you walk down it and every single house on there is just to the, to the hilt decorated. And um, yeah. they actually, um, there's a running store in town that does a Peacock Lane run every year in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. So there was one of those in Colorado Springs, so I can't remember the name of it, but yeah, I mean, it's so pretty, especially when they use all just white lights. I mean, I love that. It's so, it just feels magical, but, um, but yeah, but I'll go through it, but I won't (laughs) not replicating it. We still have up our uh, Jack, the kids begged Jack to uh, us to do um, Halloween decorations of the house. And so Jack got orange lights for Halloween. So we still have orange lights up on our house. <laughs> just your own little celebration. You can tweak it somehow. Just throw some, throw some. Uh, I was going to say, throw some yellow in there to get red. But that, that doesn't, that's not how those colors work. I don't think you can go in reverse. <laughs> Speaking of colors, we had our, we had our annual um, cookie cut, cookie decorating party on Sunday. And I know you have yours coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, Friday after school, I've I've opted. I find it easier to do on a weekday than on a weekend. So, so how many people were yours? How many kiddos? We, we made it. So this this year, I'm like I am downsizing. I bought most of my gifts on Amazon this year. Um, you know, I'm sorry, local businesses. This was just the year that I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go big or go home. I'm just going to get it done. So with the cookie party, I told the kids they could each invite four friends. Um, and Amelia's three could come and Ben two could come. So Mm -hmm. it was seven kids total. I mean, usually I try to have the families and the siblings and, um, and it's quite a bit of baking (laughs) and, um, (laughs) and, um, my mom and sister made the cookies this year because Megan, my oldest 
partner was having a party as well. So she just threw in an extra hundred for me. <laughs> and, um, and so it was really, it was so nice. I mean, it was just quiet. And, um, and of course, so, so we have fourth grade girls, four fourth grade girls, you know, I mean, they did such a good job. I mean, they mm-hmm. had rainbow butterflies and, you know, and really pretty candy canes. And I mean, just so just, um, unique designs. Like I just pretty much like one color glop on some, you know, some kind of like, how do you, okay. How do you say this? You'll laugh at me. So I won't even try it. Imperials or how do you say that? Non-pariles. Non-pariles. N-O-N-P-A-R-E-I-L-S. But are those the little circular rainbow dots? Like really small ones? I thought non-pariles maybe meant, they definitely mean the little dot-like ones um, that are on the Trader Joe's dark chocolate stars right now that are yeah, white. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I thought it was I am. I thought it was imperials, but it's non. Well, anyway, so that's how I decorated. So they, so they had you know a contest at the end and everything. Meanwhile, Ooh. Ben and his pals were you know running around the house with their um, lightsabers, and I was like, you guys got to decorate at least one cookie for every member of your family. <laughs> so it was something to take home. So that's so funny because uh, last year, so um, in case the listeners don't know, Phoebe's one grade ahead of Amelia. And um, I remember last year specifically, that was the year that Phoebe and her friends kicked it in gear and did some really good designs. And then, but I remember probably two or three years ago, it was all just, you know, they decorated like two cookies and then just went and played. And there's me being like, okay, I'm going to slap some color on these things and, exactly. <laughs> and call you it good. Take a plate of like 12 away. You're like, okay, I'll do an elephant, a frog, a star, a candy cane, and a snowman. Then I'll come back for more. <laughs> so, uh, but my, I had a holiday epiphany for our Christmas, for our holiday uh, cookie party. And I am... I'm, what's that? <laughs> Buy them at the store? No. Um, I decided that I was only going to bake sugar cookies because I used to always do gingerbread men and sugar cookies. When I was a kid, gingerbread men were my favorite thing. And turns out that they're not such big hits with um, West Coast kids. So, oh, okay. So, um, there you go. Well, that's good. That downsizes. That's good. That's streamlining. We like it. Yeah, because the kids were like, Mom, don't make so many gingerbread cookies this year. And then I'm like, hmm, so many? I'm not making any. Ah, listen to me. I listen to you. Don't say I never listen to you. Um, so, so I know last year I told you about the little bl- the blue and white buttons from the York peppermint mm-hmm. patties, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the one this this was Amelia's idea is crushing up candy canes mm. um, and sprinkling those on. That was that is like. So we've had, you know, a, one or two a night, and I always go for those. They're really good. Oh, because they're tasty. Oh, that's that's interesting. Because today, this morning, I was at Trader Joe's, and they have. Um, those flat pretzel things uh, that have that have crushed peppermint um, on yeah. them. Yeah, oh, those are good too. But oh. yeah, but so that same same sort of idea. It's different, and it's a different. I mean, red hots like the kids love the red hots. Mm-hmm. Not so much on the red hots, but peppermint, yes. Because also the red hots wreak havoc on my teeth. So yeah, yeah, they they gum around in there, don't they? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so anyway, today we're going to talk about uh, running while on vacation. Um, and not just cookies. I think we we'll move on to a running related topic. <laughs> and uh, well, you got to eat all your cookies because where are you going? I know we are going our first ever family vacation that doesn't have to do with seeing family or work. And so we are going to Mexico. Um, Mexico, Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> By the time this um, posts on our on our website, uh, we will already be there. So we're going to be there the fifteenth through the twenty second. 
And I. If you have, want a stalker, where are you going to be? What resort? <laughs> I'm just, hey, are you Sarah Bowen Shea from Another Mother Runner? Oh my gosh, can I run with you? That would so make Daphne's day. She really loves. She always says, "Mom, I love that you're sort of famous." <laughs> and uh, the, sort of, yeah, because the kids go to school with um, the kids of Cheryl Strayed, who's the author of the best-selling um, memoir Wild, and so they're like, "Oh, mom, you're just like Cheryl Strayed." I'm like, "No, not." No. <laughs> She's, no, I'm not. she's really famous. Oprah knows Cheryl, not me. <laughs> Oprah gave Cheryl her sweater. Oh, wait, you told me that story. I know. <laughs> Look at you. I thought you were just telling the audience as if, yeah, so she told that at the um, event at Buckman School. So, wait, wait, um, yeah, let's just back up one second. Sarah organized this great event um, called About the Arts Have Strayed, which that's her last name. And it was an, it was um, Sarah's kids go to a arts development school. Is that what it's called? Arts, arts Focus School. Arts Focus School. Thank you. Look at you knowing. Yes. Look at me knowing that. And so anyway, so um, so so Cheryl told a story about how Oprah gave her, what, this really nice cashmere sweater. Cashmere was she wearing it that night? No, she just, um, somebody, when the, when the event opened up to questions from the audience, somebody was like, so what's Oprah like? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the, that when Cheryl, whose book wild was, um, the first pick for Oprah's, um, 2.0 book club. Uh, and so she got to go to, I'm assuming her Oprah's California house. And so she lent Cheryl a sweater and then Cheryl went back home and wasn't allowed to tell anyone about the book being chosen because Oprah wanted it to be a big announcement. So Cheryl just wore this really gorgeous cashmere sweater to like school drop off the next morning. She said she was like, like stroking her shoulders and being like, Oh, isn't my sweater nice? <laughs> oh, they can't tell you where it's from. Right. So, and I guess uh, now that the, the story's out and now it's really out, um, I guess her kids call it the Oprah sweater and, and Cheryl still enjoys wearing it. But of course, um, I would too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I might frame Take it. Wear that thing to the grave, man. <laughs> yeah. Turn it into a pillow once it gets too many holes in it. Um, All right. So, so you yeah, going to Mexico, some, and um, you're semi-famous, and so you're going to where are you going in Mexico? Uh, outside of Cabo San Lucas. Um, so it's down on the, so it's geography actually has to do with my debate about running there or not. That's my, that's how this topic came up is whether or not I'm going to run while I'm on vacation and it's down at the very bottom of the Baja Peninsula. So there's, you know, there's, um, the land ends there, so I don't know how many. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a mile, a mile yeah. to then. Yeah. Because so yesterday I went on and online and you know looked at maps and was like, huh, I wonder how big Highway One is in Mexico, and and um, so I don't know. So I've looked it up. There is, um, they call it a fitness room. They don't describe the equipment at all. I don't know whether it means a rusty bike and, you know, a Dynaband or whether you'll actually have like treadmills and ellipticals and some good, good free weights. And so I don't would know. You, would you really, but okay, you're in Mexico, so it's the weather's going to be nice. I mean, mm-hmm. would you really pick a treadmill? Yeah, that's what, but, but I definitely don't run on the beach. My Achilles tendon and running in sand would not mix well. And yeah. so um, I, I'll run on the road for sure, but I don't want to, um, you know, get run over by a bunch of people if there's no shoulder or sure. if there's or not all that. Many- in a weird place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is yeah. right next to a um, bird sanctuary. Um, so, oh, wow. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I, and then I looked, you know, of course, can dive into everything on the internet. So looked and there's some, you know, pathways there, but I don't know whether that means it's a quarter mile long from the parking lot to the, you know, little pond or something, or whether that means a a network of trails. So, uh, you know, I'll I'll be intrepid and and look around a little bit, but just got me thinking whether, wondering whether people run or exercise when they're on vacation. So do you, Tim? 
you? Um, you know, yes, I, I mean, I, yes, I do because, and, and uh, the, the big, we posted this um, question on our Facebook question uh, page this morning and I asked, and, and I would say probably 90% said they did. Right, Sarah. I mean, oh, there was yeah. definitely, <laughs> I, there were very few that said no. Mm-hmm. Um, because especially like, as you, I mean, you're sharing a room with, with your four beloved that you can't stand to live without for one second family members. Right. So, so that gets a little tight at times. I'm just saying it would for me, I don't know if it will for you or not. I'll go, I'll go. It's either go hide in the shower or go running. Those are my two choices for being alone. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, so yes, I mean, that's, you know, that time where you have a little breathing room in your individual space and, and yeah, I mean, it just, it just sets the tone. I mean, for me, it just sets the tone for the day, you know, and, 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 you know, I mean, you get in that mindset, like, oh, it's okay that I'm sitting on the beach for eight hours drinking Coronas and reading people because I ran five miles this morning, you know? Right, right. right. It kind I, of gives you license to, to enjoy, for me anyway, mentally to enjoy it a little more. Yeah. I love that comment from Emily on our Facebook page. She wrote, um, running equals happy mama. Therefore no running while on vacation. Um, which we all know just means the same responsibilities without the comfort of a routine and the addition of children who've had too much sugar equals psycho mom. We made that mistake once. Once. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing too. I mean, I mean, vacations, I mean, it's easier when your kids are older. I mean, our kids, I mean, the youngest out of our five kids is six right now. So <laughs> there's a difference between six and, you know, six months. Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or six months, you know, but I mean, I remember, going to spring break, you know, to Florida with when my kids were three and five. And I mean, it is not a vacation. They aren't sleeping. (laughs) They're not eating well. They get sand in their mouth and throw a tantrum. You know, I mean, it's just like, there is no schedule. There is no routine. And that's the beauty of a vacation, of course. But, you know, kids and, you know, and I thrive on a schedule and Mm -hmm. familiarity. So, um, so that run definitely grounds you and centers you um, quite a bit, but it is, I mean, it's hard to find a route. And um, and one thing I was going to suggest that you do is definitely, you know, when you check in, ask at the hotel and recommend where they or ask where they recommend going. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's what I always do. Um, and when we, when we traveled so much this year, I mean, it's always good to ask. I mean, sometimes you get, <laughs> we had some, some interesting suggestions. It's funny. Cause when you talk to non-runners, they're like, wait, you're going to run five miles, you know, like <laughs> that's a long way, you know, but if you talk to somebody who are either, either where there's a lot of active people at the hotel or someone who might be runner themselves, they, they know, um, some good places and maybe some secret hideaways that you might not know. Remember in uh, North Carolina, the woman goes, Oh, you go a really long way. And it was like, you know, I don't know, less than a half a mile. And, and we arrived at what she had suggested. I'm like, okay, that wasn't a long way. <laughs> that uh, intersection. Yeah. But then um, in San Antonio, you know, I got there the night before you did. And so I asked the, um, the front desk gal and she, turns out she had been running. So I was really excited that, um, you know, she could tell me which way to go on the river walk there. And, yeah. and, um, so I was appreciative of that. And, um, I, I'm also a big believer in telling the valet or somebody where you're, you know, where you're going, when you should be back, that, that sort of thing from a safety standpoint, yeah. like whenever, Absolutely. whenever we uh, had to go to Salt Lake on business, um, for that trade show and I'd head up into that canyon that's up there, little city Creek Canyon, maybe it's called or something. And, and I made buds with the valet and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, Joseph, I'll be back in, you know, an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and if I'm not, you yeah. better come looking for me, mister. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but I mean, I definitely run. So I mean, some of my, you know, some of the places that I've run on vacation, Florida, obviously. I mean, the big thing too about you going to Mexico is you got to remember that's going to be hot. So mm-hmm. you got to get up and do it early. Or I'm tell- I would recommend getting up mm-hmm. and doing it early because, <laughs> um, I mean, that's. I mean, I remember one run in Florida a couple of years ago where I went. You know, because it's vacation, so you, you know, I went at nine, mm-hmm. and by about like nine twenty, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be a puddle on this like pavement, you know, soon because it's humidity and heat, and I'm not. Since 2011, BarkBox has been committed to making dogs happy. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. BarkBoxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first BarkBox. Dimity let BarkBox know the breed, size, and even name of her dog, as well as the all-important chewing preferences. And now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love, for free because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan. One, six, or 12-month plans are available. Cancel any time. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a six- or 12-month plan of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com AMR. That's BarkBox.com AMR. Woof! Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely hardcover keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com AMR when you subscribe. That's StoryWorth.com AMR used to either of those. So, um, so definitely give yourself a little um, acclimation time. So And it's always, um, and I've run, I ran and um, we went to a dude ranch in Wyoming um, over the 4th of July this year. And I love that. Um, There's a gravel road. So we just go out to the kind of the entry to the ranch and back, I think was about four miles um, and trails, of course. Um, But I mean, I'm really big on out and back. (laughs) Not a lot of turns because I mean, yeah, you know, you can, I, I, you know, I can always find my way home, but I also don't always want to run for, you know, 90 minutes when I'm planning to be gone for 40. Right. So now you sort of alluded. So like when you were in Wyoming, would you and Grant go running together? Because there was Lindsay wrote on our Facebook page that um, show us vacations with family. And I, that made me think of you in Wyoming. And so yeah. they have, so they have built in babysitters. And, and Lindsay said it was the only time she and her husband get to run together. And then Jennifer, yeah, Jennifer chimed in about the same thing about going on gorgeous runs with her husband along the coast of Hawaii. So do you, do you and Grant run or bike together mm-hmm. when you're in Wyoming? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we aren't good running buddies. We're good life buddies, but we learned long ago that trying to run together is just, um, an exercise and frustration for both of us. Cause I really wanted to talk 
Mm -hmm. I really want, you know, because I expect him to be like a girlfriend. Like I went with my girlfriends and we chat for, you know, 90% of the time. And Grant is just, he is all about just, you know, putting one foot in front of the other. He's very big on like checking out the scenery and thinking about how things like relate to each other, like how roads might, where they might lead and stuff like that. Just not stuff that is not either in my wheelhouse of comprehension or of any interest to me. So, um, the question is though, does he point out architecture as you go running? Dimity? <laughs> no, well, I mean, we've only historic done, sites. If you've read train like a mother, you got the Austin, Austin half marathon recap where he quote unquote paced me from about, you know, 15 feet in front of me. And I was about ready to, you know, slice off his genitalia by the end. I was like, this is not working. And you are making me so effing angry like get out of here um and then the so, topper is you got a really great photo because you wore dark gray capris so it was a banner yeah, race for you sweat. so a triangle of sweat in a really bad place with my great capris um but yeah so so we've really run together honestly twice and um oh. like i said we're, we're just better we're better life partners we're good cycling partners we can cycle mm-hmm. together um no problem but mm-hmm. something about running it just doesn't compute and he's Gosh, she's getting so fast too. I mean, mm-hmm. can't I can't keep up. So that um that that reminds me that um Amy on our Facebook page, she wrote I feel like I'm doing a call-in show uh, the way I said that. <laughs> um, that uh she takes you know the idea that you can take your kids with you and, and our kids, I mean, given I wouldn't take Phoebe is old enough and Amelia's old enough that they could run with us, but Phoebe's not in that stage emotionally yet or mentally or physically or anything. But she wrote hope Phoebe's not listening Um, (laughs) Amy wrote um, one of the best runs I ever had uh, while on vacation was in Cambria California my daughter she is 16 and I brought our running stuff and headed out to see what we could see early one morning Um, she says that her hotel was across the street from the ocean and ran along this wooden walking trail and then turned into a dirt trail I loved it she said it was one of the best times I've, I've ever had running or not and I just thought that was, I don't know, you really could almost see that and just think about, you know, when, when Amy's daughter is like 40, you know, Amy's going to look back and still remember that, that vacation so extra fondly because of the running element in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think it's, I think it's important. I mean, but the question is, do you just go for a run? Like, are you planning to just, Hey, I'm just, Hey guys, I'm just going to go out for 40 minutes and or whatever. I know you're following the train like a mother training plan right now, aren't you? Actually, or did uh, you, oh, you jump off that. I jumped of off it. You know, I so um, you know the the race that I was training for was is going to be the first Sunday we're in Mexico. So, I I have been following it until this week or last week. I still do the long runs, like I did the long run with Kristen and Molly um, on Sunday or Saturday. Although we, <laughs> I messed up with my math and I made us go um, one point four miles too far. But, um, but yeah, so I've been sticking with that, but then suddenly this week I'm like, yeah, I don't feel so much like doing, you know, like tempo or something like that. So I've, uh, strayed from it. So no, I am, the short answer is no, I'm not on a training plan right now. Oh, okay. So you, so you could just go and kind of wing it a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's the hard thing is when you're like, you know, in a really important week of your training and then you've got, you know, say 13 miles to do if you're doing a half marathon or something like that. And that, then that sometimes becomes a little bit more stressful than, Hey, I'm just going to run and see this cool new place. Oh, I know Lisa Dennis, you know, um, who, uh, we met when we were at Zuma, uh, Cape Cod. She wrote on our Facebook page that when she and her husband were on their, uh, anniversary, they were celebrating their anniversary on Nantucket and she ran 20 miles because she was marathon training. I was like, wow, 
Like, I don't know yeah. which is more impressive, finding 20 miles to run on Nantucket, <laughs> given that thing exactly. island, I don't know how many miles long it is. But then also being like, oh, honey, sorry, got to pry myself out from between the sheets and, and go run 20. Yeah, exactly. And then come back and be then like. Then I'll be ready to celebrate our anniversary. Yeah, right. Not. Don't touch me. Don't touch no. me there either. <laughs> I will, I'll clink some champagne with you, but after I hydrate with other stuff. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, the hardest place that I had to figure out where to run, I went on a, so when I was in my twenties um, and I lived in New York, I was pretty obsessed by running. And um, my thing was I had to run five or six miles, six days a week. That was kind oh. of, um, I don't know. That was just kind of my, I, I liked a 30 mile, I liked a 30 mile week in my mm. head. Mm. Um, and so we went on a cruise to Alaska. That was um, our Christmas present from my parents was very nice. Um, and so I ran on the treadmill um, I mean, almost every day and wow. thank God, I mean, well, so, I mean, I was trying to think back if it was like tippy or anything, I don't remember <laughs> feeling like seasick at all, but uh-huh. you know, I mean, I think I kind of was so in the mood, like I must get this done that even if I, if it was kind of a little nausea inducing, I probably would have still done it <laughs> just because that was, that was the way I was. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so that was, that was tough but I mean so you have that option or you have the running around the deck option you know where you right. can, you know high <laughs> Captain Steuben along the way um and Gopher and Julie so, McCoy Julie McCoy right um but that to me sounded worse because then you're just like first of all it's well I guess you get to see I don't know I mean you get to see the sea but it's the same thing but then what what um the the drawback to that is that everyone is like, oh my gosh, who, how many, how many laps are you doing? How far are you going? Why are you doing that? You know, like kind of the judgment that you would get from the people on the Lido deck. Oh, exactly. You know, well, or- particularly because you can't, you can't run under the radar. It's like, oh, there's that same really tall lady again. Oh, there she is again. Uh-huh. That's her again. <laughs> I'm doing this for an hour for crying out loud. And then, and then they see you in the dining room later that day and they're like, I mean, some people even said, like, I saw you in the treadmill. You were going really hard. Like, when we were out doing our little excursions, I was like, uh-huh. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That is dedication, though. I'd also, if I was running on the deck of a ship, I, I'd be kind of oddly paranoid that I would, like, slip and fall underneath the railing and then get sucked into the boat's engines or something like that. Pull a, pull a Titanic and be like, woo! Yeah. 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 But here's, I mean, Laura Jenkins on the page said, she ran outside on the deck for four days of a, I needed to run to escape the family time. And then she said, wait, that sounds bad. I needed to run so I would get alone time. <laughs> but running let me enjoy the wonderful buffets on board without feeling too bad about second helpings. Plus your Garmin GPS map looks cool too. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. Um, Very good. But yeah, those second helpings. I mean, that's I mean, especially on a cruise. I mean, is there ever a time on a cruise where there isn't some smorgasbord <laughs> set up? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've only been on one, but my gut says no. <laughs> yeah. My gut and my gut say no. <laughs> right. Yeah. We got a lot of people on the Facebook page saying that they uh, definitely stick to running when they're on vacation because of the whole eating aspect of a, of a vacation. And uh, yeah. Well, it also just feels good to, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, we're all in favor of enjoying yourself and, and, you know, not being completely anal and all that stuff that we can, we bothers can kind of get wrapped up into. But, you know, when you come home, it, it's nice not to feel like your body's like, what are you doing? You mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. being, you know, whatever, three or four pounds from a, a vacation, you know, it's nice to just kind of be able to just slide back into where you were and get back into that routine that we 
um, you know, secretly covet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At least one of us secretly covets that <laughs> routine. No, I, I admittedly covet it. You, you just secretly covet it. Oh, oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. I. It's so secret. Even I don't know. <laughs> oh, you're, you're telling me you'd rather you you don't prefer a school day over you know. Just uh, hey, let's just hang out day. Oh, yeah, that's true. But in terms of me, my life, like if if it was just me in some bubble, I love unexpectedness. And and um, I mean, that's why I became a freelance writer was so I didn't have the stricture of, you know, being at the stricture? office. Yeah, yeah, stricture? yeah. Of being being at. Uh, mm, I don't know. We'll look that up. There are definitely. Hey, Jonah, you look up the word stricture. You see what that means? Structure. Stricture. <laughs> That's with an I. Why well, know it's with an I? <laughs> like well, constriction. Like I know, but stricture. <laughs> I'm thinking structure. I'm looking it up. Stricture. <laughs> hold on, hold on. All right, all right. Oh, it's the esophageal stricture. It's in medicine. Is that what you're talking about? Stenosis. <laughs> it is. It makes me get. It, it makes me gag to have. <laughs> structure in my life. <laughs> right, I just looked that up and Wikipedia is asking for money, Sarah. So you need to donate, you know, your coffee money because okay. you wanted me, you wanted me to look up stricture. <laughs> anyway, you know, anyway. The, the other way that we got on this topic, actually the, the first seed of this was um, we met a woman named Gail in San Antonio and then she ended up um, when we were there for rock and roll, she ended up emailing us over a couple weeks later that she, over Thanksgiving, was headed to see her in-laws in a very small town in Arkansas. And she said for years she had been trying to find a place to go running. And, you know, like there was no running store anywhere nearby and there were, you know, there were no sidewalks. And when she asked people, they just gave a really puzzled look on her, you know. And so she was like, yeah. So finally she um, spotted some fitness walkers and she followed them and they turned into a cemetery and huh. so at long last, she found, you know, quiet and, um, you know, no cars and all that stuff. So so I think some pr- practical tips for finding routes because, you know, you're in this wonderful, strange land and you're like, hmm, where can I go? So um, uh, some people were, you know, you can look on Daily Mile. I didn't realize somebody rec- suggested Nike Plus Hotspot, which I'm not sure exactly what that is, but she said she was able to find runs that way. Um Run keeper, map my run. Um, you can um, USA Track and Field also has a good mm. one, actually, that I don't think people, a lot of people use, and I really like it. It's simple. So it's, it's if you go to the USA Track and Field page um, and then look it up, you'll be able to tell what it is. <clears throat> Excuse me, I can't remember the exact name right now. Mm-hmm. And then um, two clever suggestions on our Facebook page um, is uh, Lori said that she biked her one day to scout out her 14 mile run that she had to do the next day on her training run. And I thought that was clever. And then, um, Paige said that she travels a lot for business and she was going to be in new Orleans. And so she found a, uh, 10 K running tour in that city and she calls it her best run ever. So I think there's creative ways. And I think more, um, cities are offering that. I know San Francisco, they offer running tours of San Francisco. So I think yeah, that, and I think we met a woman who does, does them in Atlanta too. Mm. But I mean, if there's a rate, you know, look on um, active.com and if there's a race that is, um, that, that you can handle distance wise, go for it. I mean, that's the best, you know, that's the best way to, to get a great running route and, um, and kind of taste the local running culture as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. One woman admitted on our Facebook page that she did a 10 K Turkey trot just to get away from her in-laws. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would never do that ever. 
Oh, yeah. No, it's suddenly, it's like, Dimity, why didn't you run the Los Angeles Marathon? <laughs> oh, because it was four hours of me time, five hours of me time at the pace I'm going these days. But um, yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. And, um, you know, if it's a county or two over, even better, you know, two hour commute each way. That's fine. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I think we're going to have to wrap it up in a second, but I do want to say that um, one comment I loved that um, Christy wrote on our Facebook wall that she says, my running gear is always the first thing in the suitcase. And then Andrea Clark said, running is my vacation. So I don't know. I think this, I think this conversation has convinced me that I will run when I am south of the border. So thank you. Yeah, um, what do you get back though? Mm, uh, tank tank tops and a running skirt because um, I have a very good friend who always recommends wearing a tank top in warm weather. Yeah, well, so then, and then the, the corollary to that is how many sets, like how often do you reuse them? Because mm. chances are you're not going to be doing, so you bring in six or you bring in like two and rotating. Two, two distinct sets and uh, maybe I will also rinse them in the sink or something like that. Um, and and maybe I will not bring badass mother runner because I don't want to, you know, it's Christmas time and uh, Mexico is a largely Catholic um, country. That's so probably a good call. Yes. The other thing you can do is jump in the ocean after you run and that would kind of rinse them off. I mean, be, they'd be um, salty, mm-hmm. but they'd be, you know, not that, that awful sweat smell. That also reminds not me. Not that your sweat stinks here. I'm not <laughs> saying that. I'm just saying. The other thing I do, I adore, adore open water swimming. So I might just have to, you know, swim in the Sea of Cortez um, parallel so to the shore. Cap and goggles. Yes. So, and hopefully I'll make it back here for, for another. For the next ep- edition of another mother runner. <laughs> right. So uh, if you like this and, and worry that I won't be back, you can always find us on, on Facebook. This mythical Facebook page we've been talking about is Run Like a Mother, the book. Our website is anothermotherrunner.com. We are on Twitter. We now have three Twitter handles, at Dimity on the Run, at SBS on the Run, and the new one, at The Mother Runner. And best of all are our books, Run Like a Mother and Train Like a Mother, available on Amazon.com. Thanks and many happy miles. Happy miles.